Hey guys, we are here at Monster Mania, Oaks, PA. So happy to be back. And we're here with, this guy's been in so many great movies. You know, movies I loved growing up. Um, we got Bradley Gregg, you know him from. Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, Stand By Me, Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade. Bradley, how you doing? I'm good. good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Chachi. Chachi. Chachi, yes, yes. Now, are you surprised after all these years, we got a bunch of people here from Dream Warriors. Are you surprised with the longevity of that movie? Am I surprised by it? Yeah. Um, I'm touched by it. Yeah, I'm I, a little surprised. Yeah, when you're doing these films, you don't realize the life that they're going to have once they're completed. And so I've been fortunate enough, like you mentioned, Stand By Me, yeah. this film as well. Like, uh, at the time, I didn't know it was going to resonate. I didn't know. Uh, I just I just went all in, fully committed to doing the character. But all these years later, through doing you know comic cons like this, the the impact uh, it's had in each individual character. Uh, different people relate to the different characters, and there's a there was more of a depth to the the story than I realized, and I only realized that by people sharing that with me, the reactions that they had from the film and it's really uh, yeah it's really touching that it resonated and and with so many people so long for so long you know um, same thing with Stand By Me you know so and many people yeah many people consider um, Dream Warriors as the best Nightmare on Elm Street uh, movie and I agree with them yeah. why do you think that that movie was considered the best out of so many other great Nightmare on Elm Street movies yeah, just like what I was saying I yeah. don't know other than like there's like a psychological aspect to it right. um, and again people sharing like even the whole horror genre I didn't do many horror films at all um, Stand By Me is like walk you know there's a little horror-ish to it because right. of the dead body Stephen King class of 1999 yeah. but this was really the only one so when I first started doing these I tried to get my mind around what it is um, that people are that people are very horror fans are very passionate about it and what is that because it's, it's there's darkness there's gruesome things chilling things and uh, you know there's a lot of people deal with trauma I find out through watching horror you know and so I think with uh, with Dream Warriors um, I've had several people soldiers share with me uh, who are dealing with PS, uh, PTSD, right. uh, uh, people who have thought about taking their own life, wow. um, yeah, people dealing with different traumas. It's helped them. And so I think because it's a little bit, I don't know a lot about other horror films, but I know specifically this one, there's like a psychological well, yeah. depth to it. If, if that's, you know, I don't, I, I don't know how to put it into words really. And your character, was it Philip in the movie? Yeah. Had the, probably the, one of the most gruesome deaths out of all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies where you became like a puppet, like a marionette for Freddy Krueger. Yeah. How was filming that scene? Um, yeah, it was, it was the same, you know, uh, we just did a Q&A and I was sharing that um, because of the, the practical, they were very talented special effects people, but at that time it was different than it is now. So the rawness of it, the, the, the practicalness of it, added to the, uh, for me as an actor, the availability to just, you know, like when he pulled the veins, like I, I used 
the feeling yeah. of that as much as I could <laughs> yeah, to uh, make it gruesome, you know, yeah. rather than it being like shivers now. computer generated, right, you know, right. um, simple things like just the blood dropping on the floor, things like that. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, what was the original question though about that? It's about the gruesome death and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was just, I think that that's what made it, you know, um, so gruesome was like that like the, yeah. it, it, it's so uh, chilling just to see an open frame you see just a blood drop hit the floor um, and then you see my foot come into frame with the veins coming out oh, of it yes, it's yes. just so <laughs> it's just so simple yeah but it's so uh, I guess you chills yeah, yeah it, it does, I, I don't know yeah you know kind, kind of it, realistic you know rather than just something that was completely fantastical you know uh, yeah, and like a lot of the a lot of the fans here consider Robert England one of the nicest guys in horror at all these different comic cons and conventions. Um, was he that way on set, or was he more in, in character when Robert, you filmed it? Robert's a really talented guy, yeah. and he's a very sharing guy. So he'll share his wisdom with you. He's he's he endears people, and you know, Ira was telling a story at, at the Q and A about like. They're doing this dark stuff. I was about to die and he like cracks a joke. I don't remember exactly what it was. But I think like that kind of uh, ability to do that helps you get through what we're dealing with as a subject matter in this right. movie, you know. And so yeah, that was my recollection of him. He was telling stories. He was lightening up the mood. He was friendly to everyone, oh, wow. making everybody feel comfortable. So nothing like Freddy Krueger on the set. Yeah, well, no, yeah, I mean, yeah. to this day, he makes everybody, you know, when we get together, he tries to make everybody feel comfortable. Um, and yeah, it's interesting with me is like some of the toughest men in my life that I've met, toughest actors, the characters they play at least, are the kindest, yes. gentlest teddy bear guys. <laughs> They're not putting yeah, on, yeah. you know what I mean? And um, I, I myself am not really the bully that I've often portrayed, you know what I mean? Even, even you know, uh, some other, you know, tougher characters right. that I've played, I'm, I'm really not that tough, you know, like, I don't know what that is, but... Well, people want to see another Nightmare on Elm Street, but with Robert England. As a fan, would you want to see that? I know he said he wanted to retire and stay retired, but would you like to see him? Well, I've been, I've been take the blade again. I've been, the blade I've been playing with this idea that I was talking it, again yeah. by doing these types of shows. I should should probably not speak out of turn, but yeah. uh, people coming up talking about again with this specific film and the right. Dream Warriors themselves resonating. Somebody was talking about the fact of bringing it back now oh, yeah. again, a sequel to this specific a direct sequel to Dream Warriors. Yeah, and. Oh. and and we are not dead, and yeah. yeah. Um, so we kind of play around with ideas. Kind of with the whole Halloween thing that they did with the new part two of Halloween. Yeah, and I asked yeah. people, hey, if there was ever a movie like that, would uh, you know? And of course, yeah, if we could get Robert to be involved with something like oh, that, it'd make so much money. Yeah, and yeah. Be it a, would be a great story. It would be good. But again, the same type of thing. Like even I don't know if you guys were in there when we did that, but the the. Uh, the response of people, the, the, the connection that people have to this one film, I think that would be, and again, some of the things that I mentioned to you, wouldn't that be really cool to like bring more of that? Oh, 100%. You know what yeah. I mean? Some of these people have been lifelong fans of this movie since they were young, have a new 
I don't know what that would look like, but yeah, I mean, if that answers your question. Oh yeah, I would love it, yes. <laughs> yeah, if that answers your question. It does. And then that would bring, I don't know where he stands though, because I know they did the remake. Yeah, it, I don't like the remake, no. It's gotta be Robert England or nobody else. Yeah, it's like, it's like you don't, you, forgive me for saying this, but you don't redo Willy Wonka. Gene right, Wilder's exactly, Willy yeah. Wonka, you know what I mean? Right. So, nothing against those guys who did that. But With like, Friday the 13th, you can put anybody behind the mask, you know, to yeah, an extent, you but you can't replicate Robert England. He's Freddy Krueger. Right. So. We also got to talk about Stand By Me, like one of my favorite movies of all time. You play Eyeball Chambers, the brother to uh, River Phoenix, um, Chris Chambers. How was that whole experience? And were you surprised at how much that movie is still like iconic to this day? It's the same thing. Like yeah. I feel like very fortunate that I was a part of some really incredible things like that. And uh, that... That whole film has like just a very special place in my heart, you know. First and foremost because of my relationship with River and to this day my you know, motive, my it's 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 for River, you know, like I, I, I don't want I, I want his legacy to continue. He's a great guy and a very talented guy. And um, yeah, I mean we didn't expect it but it just kinda like I explained to people like, you know, when you pursue music and you're in a band, right? Not every song's a hit, right? But when you hit that, when everybody's in the, in it, and you hit it, there's nothing like it. And I think that is the way it is with art. So like, in filmmaking, that was a, that was one of those like everything just every that collaboration just everything kind of just fit together perfectly, um, and that's why it, it worked. And it to this day, it's. And to be, I'm fortunate to be a part of that, oh, that film. A wonderful movie. And people I've always heard who knew River Phoenix and worked with them said he was a whole other level. Even You could tell even as a kid. Um, do you have any like, personal stories with um, River you would want to share? Um, yeah, and I'm just, just uh, the best, man. Just yeah. like, yeah, you're right. He was just very uh, one of a kind. One of a kind. And I, I miss him terribly. Um, but yeah, became like my real brother, yeah. and uh, there's many, many fond memories, many. Um, but yeah, nothing that like you know. Oh, were you close to time, like? You know. okay. <laughs> were you close to River Phoenix and like Jerry O'Connor and all the other um, great actors on that movie? Was I close with? Well, close, yeah, I was yeah, very well, close with uh, River. Okay. Yeah, but he's the main one. Okay. Yeah, the main one. I mean, okay. after after you do a film like that, you kind of bounce around with the guys for a while. Yeah. And we were in. They they all took us aside. They knew I think the impact that film was going to have. And again, these are very incredibly talented, cool people you're collaborating with who've yeah. been around. So the guys who wrote it um, and were producing it. Uh, you know, one day I remember them taking us aside and saying, you know, kind of schooling us on what was going to happen in our careers. And they, wow. they, they explained to us there's going to be this generation, there's going to be a pool of guys. And you know, you're going to go up against each other for parts. You're going to get one. Right. You're not, you know. And, um, you know, and that was the case. I mean, that was really uh, the, the world we were living in at that time. And, and, we all became friends and kind of, you know, palled around together as much. And then, you know, different people's careers, some, some become huge, some, you know. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, the guy, the older guys I hung out with, with those actors for a while, you know, palled around. And then, you know, like I said, 
people move away, they're, they're doing different work, but I haven't really talked to um, a lot of them. Okay. I, I've had some interaction with Corey and Jerry, um, but yeah, that, awesome. nobody else. Well, I see you have people lining up for you. Um, very last question, um, you're in Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade, another iconic movie. Um, what would you want to see in the new Indiana Jones movie coming out? You know, no. <laughs> I don't know. When we did that, they were never going to make another right, one. Yes. Yeah. And they should have stopped at that one, I think, before Crystal Skull, but yeah. that was the last great one. So That's hopefully the new one say. is great. Yeah. Sean Connery and just the, that, again, that was another yeah. fortunate project that it was really cool. It really worked, you know? And like, oh, yeah. I think that's why they were saying, don't touch it, don't do any more. They were even, and they, I think I remember them talking about that when I was with all of them, yeah. um, that their agreement, I think, I think if I get this right, Harrison Ford, George Lucas, and Steven Spielberg, wouldn't, if there's, they all have to like find the right script. If they all okay. sign off on agreeing to the script, they'll do another one. Okay. But unless, they didn't, then that was it. The last okay. crusade was the last crusade. <laughs> it should have been the last. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Bradley Gregg, so nice yeah. talking to you. If yeah, you don't mind, you guys. let Thanks. us know who you are and you're um, watching Below the Belt show. All right. I'm Bradley Gregg. You're watching Below the Belt. Awesome. Thank you so much, Bradley.